0: His van looked a ghost, and this is our discussion of the first song on *Dark Ghost*, which is called "If Love Has No Ceiling, Why Is My Heart on the Floor." This is the song that really cemented the concept for the *Dark Ghost* albums, and they're gonna be albums. As I said, uh, this release is gonna be on vinyl and um, also on CD. And the length of this album is kind of dictated by the, the ability to have uh, two vinyl albums as the first volume. This particular song was somewhat of a revelation. Um, it was created after we uh, got our Eurorack and the Make Noise Morphogene module, which is responsible for the haunting kind of ghost uh, voicings that occur on this beginning of this track and throughout the track is a phantom electric ghost song that's run in a tape loop backwards through um, the morphogene, and we use the morphogene capabilities to kind of play the filter of this make noise module. And this particular song also had us playing, um, you know, live piano on our Juno over um, the kind of haunting ghost vocal. And the idea of this particular track is about, you know, at the micro level, uh, uh, loss, you know, loss of a relationship, the loss of, um, you know, the, 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 the connection that you have with someone. Because the idea is like, okay, um, if, if love doesn't have, have a ceiling, you know, that if there's no end to how you can feel, then why is, uh, you know, Josephine's heart on the floor? And in this particular song, the original, you know, source of the inspiration of this is actually somebody in my life um, that it, we kind of had a relationship that fell apart and um, it felt like I was being used. And uh, I kind of refer to myself or Josephine refers to herself as being, the, you know, taken advantage of like a whore. And uh, the idea that, you know, if, if love has no ceiling, why is my heart on the floor? I mean, that's the real whole whole concept is like, you, you kind of left me with like nothing. There's no, there's no, um, passion. There's no love. There's no anything that you can hold on to. And it's it's a very kind of haunting song. We did it in a way that I like to refer to as like the ditch. If you go back to Neil Young and, um, his trilogy, the Ditch Trilogy, because after Harvest, uh, he decided that he didn't want to be a big um, pop star. So he purposely kind of established his, uh, his uh, gold level success and actually started to create albums that were more challenging and personal and uh, were kind of r- raggedy, uh, but raggedy in a good way. So when you have the albums like Time Fades Away, which was recorded uh, live. um, And and it's kind of got a lot of haunting um, tales of, uh, you know, self-abuse, addiction, you know, polluted, you know, L.A. and uh, personal strife when he was growing up, um, the pain of uh, being bullied. This is a very personal record. Uh, for a long time, it wasn't available. Neil didn't, didn't you know, he had put it out back in the 70s, and then he pulled it. For a long time, it wasn't available. Now it's available again. And then you have um, On the Beach, which is more a cleaner record than Time Fades Away, or Tonight's Tonight, but still kind of goes into personal uh, issues uh, in terms of his own fame um, and kind of retreating from fame and talking about, you know, all kinds of issues like even, you know, Charlie Manson and all kinds of, you know, corporate, you know, villains like oil barons and other, you know, bad actors. And then you get tonight's tonight, which is all about um, the loss of his roadie and the loss of uh, his collaborator um, from drug addiction, uh, Bruce Barry. And, you know, it goes on and on, but, those albums have a feel that's kind of this loose falling apart that's in a somewhat controlled way because it's not not unlistenable. But the idea of this dark ghost track was to bring that to electronic music, this kind of feel that you get from maybe the Velvet Underground um White Light, White Heat, um, you know, this ditch trilogy from Neil Young, um Big Star's Third which has got the same kind of feel as the Ditch Trilogy. And so I wanted to bring that to electronic music. Um, and I think today, if you listen to you know, someone else who, who has this kind of uh, methodology or concept in music, is their own sweatshirt on some rap songs, which has really um, got this kind of Ditch Trilogy concept of uh, loose uh, deconstruction, uh, personal issues, is kind of where I was shooting for and not exactly trying to be a perfect recording, um, but sometimes the imperfections of what you're doing or what you're trying to get at. So, you know, this this particular song also goes hand in hand um, with um, another song that's on the album that's got the same kind of feel that you'll get toward the end of the album. It's called The Highest Tree in the Canopy, which was another song that was done In a similar way, we didn't use Amorphogen at that time, um, but it has a similar feel. We'll go into that song when we get to it. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. This is Fan Electric Ghost, and this is episode 108, The Road to Our New Album, Dark Ghost, Volume 1. We had created uh, Fan Electric Ghost albums back in 2016. We had a trio of albums. Something Wicked, Indigo Menace, and Synesthesia Sweet Neo, Soul Surrender. <clears throat> they all were available on CD, and they were on all the streaming services. Now they're just available on CD on Amazon.com. <clears throat> so over the last uh, two years, since 2016, as the Ghost, uh, as the Electric Ghost, we've increased our capabilities, we've written a lot of music, we've gone through a lot of Personal issues in our life. Our father, my father, passed away from Alzheimer's. I had a breakup of a working relationship with a, you know, an artist on my last album, and um, Dark Ghost kind of came out of all the uh, social issues uh, that are out there in the world today, plus my own personal issues, and decided to kind of take um, the idea of. Uh, Darkness in life, and focus on that in in song, and take take the, the the moments that were really challenging, and express my frustration through music. And so, Dark Ghost, uh, we we probably created over a hundred tracks, and we decided to break them down into volumes. <clears throat> this particular version of the album is uh is unique in that for a long time I was saying that the title track dark ghost and the song uh sonic twin would always be on the record and this version of the record doesn't have those um so in a later version we'll have those songs but i was feeling a different vibe for this particular volume so we decided to create a version that was focused on um a two vinyl uh album uh format which is um Not what we had done for the other um, versions. And so we came up with a different track list, a different vibe. And what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to briefly go through all the tracks. There is one bonus track here called Deep Green that will be on the CD. There'll be the difference between the CD and um, the vinyl. So the rest of this episode, we're going to have a short little discussion before every song or after every song about what each song is about. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, We're hoping to uh, have more information on the vinyl and um, CD versions of this album right now. We're just going to talk about it here and um, Mm -hmm. the configurations of this on our SoundCloud. But the physical albums will be available uh, shortly. And we'll talk about where you can get the vinyl and where you can get the CD and an update to this episode. Thank you. So this song is called Cruel Dude on the Roof, and it came from this idea that is in this album that we had done this project we were working on for Monsters Tea Party, a collective in France, and we were supposed to go there, but uh, it didn't really work out. We ended up not being able to do it. We created a video for them. We had this concept of um, this idea, which was another album called uh, Analog Girl on Rooftop Dude. And it had this concept of, um, you take the drifter's idea of, um, up on the roof. And that was like this really nice romantic rendezvous <clears throat> where you have, you know, the soul man on the roof with his girlfriend, um, having a nice, uh, romantic interlude <clears throat> in the modern world. Um, that dude on the roof is now the cruel dude. And he's taking advantage of his partner. He's, you know, making her feel psychologically imbalanced. He's being um, very vile. And um, in a way, this song actually, because Josephine's singing it, it's actually about, you know, in my life, it's about a woman that I refer to as a dude, because that was kind of a pet name for her. And she kind of knows who she is. Um, But... The idea is um, this person's like in, uh, you know, dark part, the darkness in this album is that they have this dark part of their personality that draws people in and then you know, they take advantage. And so I flipped the sex and, and made it the dude, but the person that I'm talking about knows who they are. Um, and it just uh, has a lot of dissonance. So we have white noise. Going on, coming from our Moves, um, that is part of the whole kind of disruption of the concept, um, and the, the the song is you know Josephine just is going through the psychological aspects of of this dissonance and this relationship that's falling apart. It's, it's a heavy synth uh, song. It's using a lot of different synths in our um, collective capability, from mogs to Roland's to Arturias, to make noise modules. Um, it is trying to mix it up with a new wave sound. So it's a little happier in its appearance. It's kind of like a church's song and, and it's kind of happiness of, of the beat, more of a new wave exercise and kind of lo-fi. Um, but the lyrical content is a little dark in terms of this idea of the rooftop dude. Um, and, uh, in this part, the, the, the original concept of Rooftop Dude, and analog girl, Josephine was the analog girl. And the girls with the G-R-R-R-L from like a Riot girl idea. And um, it's just, uh, you know, it's a favorite of ours. We've, we've spent some time trying to alter the mix and bring the white noise down a little bit, but it is a big part of the concept. And we did, uh, you know, remaster it for this version. And uh, I hope you enjoy it.
1: It's a blue moon That's sun's not your mood But it's a blue moon And you're one street blue You won't show you're cool But you show that you're cruel what gotta do But you are nobody's know it's for. It's a blue moon You're such a strange dude The sun is not your best moon you You're faking that It's a blue moon And is a fresh I know that talk's so cruel I feel like I get I know I'm not that kind of girl That needs to go back to school And you got a chain to up A chain of fool Who's really blue And who's really cruel You're so strange If I do You wanna show me You wanna show me the truth You tell me you bring me up to Bring me up to that roof You show me that you're cruel And you're nobody's fool You show me what you need to show me And do what you gotta do Do what you gotta do You me a you show me your own first boom You show me the mood Your passion is just too feel You tell me I don't know I don't know how to feel When you come in and I again I think I know how to feel You told me I feel it i my eyes, soul And I look up to the phone and show me How you lose all control Feel your I do feel soul
0: So this particular song is called Esclavage, and it comes from our kind of dominatrix bondage S&M phase that we've been going through this year. We had a couple of projects like Pain is Everything and uh, a lot of other concepts that kind of came and went. And so part of the overall Dark Ghost um, theme is to include some of these uh, sadomasochist songs, and this is one of them, probably the first one on on the record and uh escalavage is the french word for bondage so we kind of masked it and the whole idea is on the fandom is taking the lead on this particular song and he's basically talking about you know a kid who could be you know one of the modern hipsters today that he feels um he's going into the kind of this old school kind of hip-hop construction that you know he's aiming for this kid who he thinks is an upstart that you know he doesn't think this kid has a right to be on the stage he doesn't have a right to be on the scene so he's targeting him in a metaphorical way he kind of targeted him for like gunplay which is you know typical kind of hip-hop language Not that it's really meant to be that but you know the phantom typically we use the phantom to do these hip-hop type of rap things where he takes on the the role of a kind of gangster type rapper in a way and uh, talks about gunplay, talks about taking people out, you know, and, to, you, know, you know, you think you're talking about that shot, you know you, you know, you think he got that spot for that shot. Um, and so then we also have a different thing. We've, we've been playing with the Roland. uh you G.I. had these, Human kind of voicings, boycotter stuff that's built into the keyboard, and we decided to do a voicing that kind of implies, you know, in, in the course at the beginning of the voicings, like fuck, buck, you," um, and, um, it an and it kind of goes on doing that, and then it devolves into other types of voicings. But you know, this is you know this kind of theme of uh, you know just being abrasive, and. Uh, the song just goes on and on, um, you know, it was a long song um, when we originally wrote it. Um, the, what's included here is the 14 minute version. The version that we actually put on the record is, um, is cut down to like seven minutes. So for this particular episode, you get to hear the whole thing. We kind of cut it down and edited it because at the end of it, it kind of devolves a little bit. So we felt for the vinyl, it wouldn't work. At the 14 minute level but you get to hear the whole thing here and uh, we hope you enjoy it uh, we had some feedback that some people were bouncing to this when we put it out on our soundcloud um, again this whole configuration this album is out on our soundcloud um, but the benefit of this particular uh, configuration is that this is going to be the vinyl version two vinyls and uh, we did the artwork we did all the production take it or leave it but we uh are an indie outfit and we we really believe well we truly believe in this album we've been working on it for a long time it is the part of a series of records and uh the the bond theme continues we'll talk a little bit about it more in the next track
2: I'm going a spot! I'm Stress is day time We're good at that's enough Until we take the passion and pull our I don't we're gonna it all away Just look at March, that's enough It's time to win Until we can't I'd rather see you in that trench I'd rather see no, on my no, the I I we're doing a lot of We're doing two We're going to the darkness The No, right. imagine, I know it's not right When down, we get margins They'll be I it's not right When we turn to down like for the light When we turn it down I'm gonna die I'm down I know it's not right we turn it down I lose
1: my life I think gonna cry and die I lose my brain We do that last We're closing our partners we are really trying to die we, we, was to die. we sick wild we're doing everything the side. I know it's not right We're pushing all right I know it's not right But we're doing the final line yeah. What's the feeling for? Of light, and that's how we get We're closer in, the in. the That's why we
2: wanna die I know it's not alright to find And we're to I'm I'm gonna go And give it a try. We're going anywhere, everywhere, we go. we're, going we know we're going nowhere. We're doing everywhere. We we're going nowhere. We're we are We it everywhere We we're going nowhere We are it everywhere We are going nowhere We don't care, fair You're not standing, I'm sick, you're a power you sitting to sit No wonder I got that putting them all No wonder why the air me down You're just getting scared, scared You're a power standing up like are We always go there the first we got, is right there, it's not there. I know tonight just stay in my And yes, take it until your do Take it to you I not know i are feeling I'm close, get, my it my get it when the a lives, we red When it comes to of it's we we're not When I don't see you, I a thing i red the When a not a When not a thing of when I get dead You're a so so I'm a dead You're a so Of so
0: This song is um, called Hate Couture. And this song is kind of an idea we were tossing around since, uh, you know, late 2017, the idea of a hate fade bait. And then we kind of devolved it into hate couture. So, you know, the idea of this like fashion, like a hate derived fashion. And then we also kind of have it represent um the kind of like a hipster hate within a relationship. So this relationship kind of refers to somebody that uh Josephine is having a, a scene with and kind of refers to well this person is like in, in film or they're an actor or whatever. <laughs> and that they uh you know the relationship is falling apart. And uh, they're remembering uh, it in a hazy way. So this idea that, like, Josephine is um, you know drunk or high, and kind of remembering this scene with this individual um, that just kind of devolved from love into hate, and it's kind of fashionable hate that where they're just uh, you know the idea of a hater out there in the blogosphere, the idea of a person. You know that you end up blocking, that you end up being um, disconnected from, and this is about the disconnection and dissonance. And then we've got kind of this heavy death metal um, riff that we do, and it's you know supposed to be really heavy guitar. It actually is a synth. It's a Roland Juno-GI. It's part of what we try to do in our music is use our synthesizers to mimic guitars. And then we've got this very haunting um, synth, ghost-like voicing that's happening on a different track that we um, did a combination of of different synths there, uh, System 1M, Moog, and Roland, and Arturia to get those effects, plus an MX-1 mixer. Uh, So it just uh, has a kind of haunting feel, similar to the the tracks that we, uh, the first track of the album has this kind of ghost voicing. This is a uh, less guttural in, in frightening and more kind of sci-fi based, but it continues this kind of concept of, um, dissonance and disconnection in the falling apart of the actual dark ghost title track song, which is not on this album, but will be on the next volume. Um, it goes into the idea that there are some souls that you shouldn't move toward because um, it'll just devolve into, into hate or disconnection. So that's what this song's about. I got an hazy
1: recollection of you. When I'm fading, I sometimes see it.
2: I'm not gonna i got not going I'm not to I'm not gonna I got got I got the blues I I got the I got to lose. I got the
0: The whip that made you bleed is our electro funk sadomasochist uh, dominatrix workout. We had a feeling for this that was similar to what we did with um, central number nine on Synesthesia, uh, which is out on CD, the Neo Synesthesia Sweet Neo Soul Surrender album, where we think uh, central number nine was uh, kind of our first kind of electro-funk Minneapolis Sound Prince uh, workout. And this song has a similar structure. It's got like a robotic <clears throat> kind of bass drum beat that we created. Uh, and then uh, we're using um, the Moog DFAM to do that. And uh, we actually used our Arturia Mini Boot 2S to create the kind of percussive synth Um Sounds that are not drums, but they're percussive uh, analog synth tones. They're running on a sequence that's low off the beat. From the bass tone comes from the D fam, and then we have um, some synthesized guitar and synthesized sounds going over it. And it's, it's it's a long funk workout, but it, it's kind of a jam that we got into. And uh, Josephine's role as an SNM goddess, and uh, she's. Very extreme. It's kind of got these ideas coming from like a uh, velvet underground and Nico and Lou Reed, you know, had the, the lyric, you know, taste the whip um, from uh, that album. And the idea is like Josephine's in the dungeon in S and M situation. You can imagine her all wrapped up in leather, uh, thigh high boots and a whip and chains. and She's just uh, going, going off. And, uh, you know, it's the consensual sex we're talking about, domination, sadomasochism, fetishes, and this idea of dark ghosts as it goes into that dark area of passion where you, you have this kind of consensual um, people, you know, giving up some of their, you know, will to feel this kind of pleasure that they get from this level of, uh, dissonance or pain that brings this pleasure and kind of goes into like how that, um, how that works out. And, um, this song kind of, it, it, well, it, it is the representation of that feeling and it's probably the more, most danceable song on the album. Um, but because of its content, it's probably not going to be a big dance hit, um, but it's kind of what is what we do with our art is we're not trying to make a number one EDM song. We're doing what we feel. And this album has been about you know going into that part of your of your of your personality where you explore things that maybe aren't popular things to talk about. It's not where you're gonna go and talk to John about the game when you're talking about the whip that made you bleed. We're not going to talk to, you know, Sally about this um, while you're having coffee. It's kind of the thing that, you know, you're going to probably keep in that dark place. hidden, but we're bringing it out into the daylight with this album. And that's the whole concept. So some people might not like it, might not be your cup of tea. But, you know, not every dominatrix is going to be your cup of tea. Cold Steel is a little bit of a different track. We're experimenting pretty heavy with our Roland uh, vocal transformer, in this case, a VT4. We've used three different Roland vocal synth transformers. We originally used a JDXI capability um, back in 2016 when we first started Be The Ghost. And uh, this song that we're discussing is called Cold Steel. And we've got Stephanie and Windhover on the lead. Now, Stephanie Ann Wendover is Josephine's sister. Josephine's last name also is Wendover. And, um, there's a whole kind of religious meaning into Wendover it kind of represents, uh, kind of a Christian concept of, a of, of a higher power. And we kind of mixed it up in that these are ghosts. They've got kind of superpowers and they're very, uh, you know, ethereal, but they can be material. But the idea in this song is, um, Stephanie, you know, his voice is being created by that VT4. It's got a kind of, um, Prince like, uh, Camille aspect. Cause I'm a big fan of Prince's Camille experiments and work. And so Stephanie's voice, uh, in this case, has got this very high pitch and format through the VT4. And she's talking about the idea that, um, you know, a phantom or a ghost shouldn't have emotion. Their emotions could be like cold steel, but like a gun, it's very cold, it's very, you know, numbing. It's you know not something you would think would have any emotion. But then, uh, she talks about herself in the in the th- third in the third person. He says, so like you know, if you know if a ghost isn't supposed to be real or not supposed to feel, then why she got tears in her eye? And He talks about this situation where her lover you know, kind of left her on the floor after some, a bad uh, experience, a bad situation. Maybe it's a, you know, a sexual assault or something. And basically has called her a whore and told her to leave and talks about, you know, the, you got, the person is saying they got to go send her out through every open door and just get rid of her. And so they just want to totally X her out. And and sometimes what happens with, with my characters of uh, Josephine and Stephanie, they, they live in a real world and try to have relationships with humans, and then sometimes it goes bad. And the human being they interacted with might not even know they're a ghost because they've gone into this <clears throat> material mode where they've actually, you know, been physical, and physically can be seen and 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 dealt with, and um, in a relationship way. And Stephanie, you know, appears to have tried to have a real relationship with this person, and they've totally just left her. Uh, hurt and uh, you know, bleeding and, and totally, um, you know, kind of very affected uh, when the idea of the song Cold Steel was like where well, they really shouldn't be affected because they should have this kind of really stiff upper lip that they shouldn't feel anything because they're they're stronger than that. But this shows the frailty in their in their personalities, which I try to you know dive into. And so in this way, this song has a feel. It's kind of a new wave, kind of Minneapolis sound, Camille kind of song. But then it's got this darkness in it. And, that you know, this person calling her a whore, uh, calling her an untoward fuck. And, you know, it must be out of luck because, you know, there's no hope of ever getting back to any kind of real situation. Which is transferable to a situation that happened to me and the person knows who she is. And, uh, you know, this whole album has kind of been about that person. Uh, and it's just my reaction to what I felt was uh, somewhat being used. So I felt like I was used. And in this album, you hear you, you, f- you hear this line where I feel, feel uh, Stephanie and Josephine are both saying they feel like they're being used like horse, that someone's really taking advantage of them and just throwing them out. And it's probably, you know, not to put it down on a regional thing, but there's some people in Hollywood that seem to, you know, be users, and they're not real, and they're real fake. And this album is kind of reaction to that kind of culture of people being fake, and uh, you know, laying all kinds of praise on you when it's all just designed to manipulate you. Um, and so that this is the kind of part of the dark ghost is the microcosm level of being abused and used. Uh, psychologically, and that's not about control, it's about being used, which is not cool. Of the Roof Dude project and also intersperses the concept of um, if love has a ceiling, then why am I still reeling over you? And in this song, we have um, Stephanie again, uh, you know, taking the lead. And it's a totally different mix. We ran a different type of filter on it. It sounds different than any other song in our catalog. Uh, my best friend, um, Tim... Barry, you know, really loved this song. It's kind of why it's on the album. He's been a friend since I was in (laughs) elementary school. We used to play Lego together. Um, We were big comic book collectors, you know, loved Jack Kirby, loved all kinds of cool things. Big music fans. We talk about music all the time. I kind of bounce concepts about him. We talk about every genre possible from Coltrane to like you know, Uh, the Ramones Um, so yeah just a nod to my friend Tim Berry Uh, and uh, yeah so this song takes the idea of the rooftop dude and Stephanie's you know talking about reeling over this person um, uh, and and really being in pain and having this kind of dysphoria and the whole idea in in this fan, like the ghost is like we mix female and male voicings and Stephanie and Josephine and the ghost. And they're all me. So it's kind of dysphoria is like, you know, is it a sexual dysphoria? Is it, am I, you know, Why am I mixing these female and male concepts? But also this, the, the relationship dysphoria of of being hurt by this rooftop dude. And again, this idea that, philip and the Drifter's idea that it's not uh, an amicable or beautiful relationship on the roof it's a relationship where you might, you know, maybe the protagonist is going to throw themselves off the roof because of the pain of the relationship. So it's kind of that darkness that drives you to that roof where you might make that bad decision. Uh, and you're still reeling about somebody. And, you know, if love, you know, has a ceiling, then why are you still reeling? And that's common theme comes from the first song on the album it, it was that project that we tried to do um, with the Monster Tea Party. And we had created a video, and it has the whole concept there's a bunch of songs that are on Spotify that are under that tag. Um, but we decided to mix this idea and bring it into this album. So that's what this song is about. And uh, it has a totally different mix, as I said. We ran a different filter on our MX1 performance mixer and you know we'll probably try this again but sometimes we don't like to do the same mix twice um and this is a particularly you know unique sound for this song and we like it and it's uh it's different than anything we have in our catalog and we're happy to put it on this album tree in the canopy um, is a song we wrote right after the breakup of our relationship with um a collaborator that everybody probably knows who they are but i'm not going to get into it but they are who i refer to as the rooftop dude um and um this song I, i wrote right after that really bad breakup of our relationship and took the idea a couple ideas um of You got this, you know, a tree in the forest tries to be at the highest level to get the sunlight in the canopy of the forest. And I try to compare, like, love should be like that tree trying to reach that light rather than, you know, the rest of the trees in the forest are kind of in darkness and not able to get to that light. And the idea that you have a relationship, you're like these trees together and you've got, you know, you're hoping to reach for the light, but then you might be you know, slung into the darkness of that canopy of the forest that you might be, you know, the leaves on the ground, like dead August leaves that you fall apart. And this song was uh, very passionate. There was a version that a little too personal for me that I did in my phantom voice or my normal voice rather than Josephine's voice. This song initially on SoundCloud, it got a lot of good reaction. We got over 500, you know, plays and a lot of likes on it Uh, when we wrote it. We were always kind of hesitant to put it out because it's so personal. It's a very personal song. Kind of goes through this idea of um, you know relationship just fracturing and falling apart, and um, the idea that you also in the in the that like somebody leaves you before you leave them, and you know basically Josephine saying, no matter what you think, you might have thought that I broke it off with you first, but you were actually pulling away from me like, the whole time. And it's, it's like the whole idea of a relationship where somebody's disconnecting and they're not being truthful, they're not being honest about what they feel. Or, you know, with this idea if, you're, if you were so enamored with somebody that you had a working relationship and you said you loved everything they were doing. And then you have a fight. You have a, a disconnection because the person feels they were slighted. Like, you know, holidays come and you don't send a Christmas card, you don't say Merry Christmas, but you're saying this is your best friend. You know, what best friend do you not wish happy holidays to or not acknowledge, you know, a a holiday? Now, this person was going through a lot of tragedies and stuff, and and so maybe you're being asked for too much for them to be, you know, a human being and have concern outside themselves. Um, But, you know, some people, when they're going through their own thing, maybe they can't. And so that's part of the fracture is me. I wasn't um, or Josephine or me, but it's really about me in the song that wasn't sensitive enough to know, to kind of hang on and be patient and wait for this person uh, to get back from their, um, they're saying that they were like numb to the situation. Cause a lot of bad things happened and maybe I, I wasn't understanding enough, but a whole, issue with this this particular concept is if you're friends with somebody and you have a fight you don't just totally just disappear and just totally break it off especially after you've created some really good art um but then you still allow that art to be in your name and their name but you won't talk to that person and i felt that that's you know bad deficient part of that person's character my deficient part of the character was I wasn't patient enough maybe I wasn't empathetic enough maybe we both are kind of two peas in a pod We're too about ourselves to, to actually work because we're two a-level people and um there was ego involved and sensitivity involved you know I made a mistake of you know blocking the person or you know, initially, unfavoriting or unconnecting from them because of the kind of lashing out at the, I felt slight. And, and you know, uh, we had made arrangements to do something and then the person just didn't show up. They had sat there and watched me flailing about on the net trying to communicate and didn't respond. And, you know, I don't know if it's an LA thing or just a insensitivity thing or just the result or whatever, but it was a very painful experience. And this song is representative of a type of songwriting that captures an allegory, all of these things I'm talking about. Um, and this person knows who they are. And I'm very, you know, you know, frustrated with this person. They still, to this day, it's a big heart pain. I kind of refer to it as a heart pain. And um, this is my kind of dig at them, but in a, in a way, it's a beautiful song. It's an idea that, like, you know, we should try to go for the higher angels, we should try to be that higher tree in the canopy. And I acknowledge, you know, that you know, the things I probably did and you know, that messed it up and they were, and just totally wrecked it and they can't come back. But, um, you know, this is what it is, this was true. Um, so that's uh in the most uh you know honest song on the album when it comes to it and i'm just telling the truth about it um so that's what it is Deadly Charm is the final track on Dark Ghost Volume 1. It's uh, the phantom back on the vocals. Um, And uh, it's basically talking about uh, self-mutilation, self-abuse. It is, uh, you know, a dark song. It's basically saying, I'm so devastated by your charm, won't you? You can tell by looking at my arm. So it's implying that there's cutting going on and um, the phantom is... You know, kind of not what you would expect uh, from a, a strong male character. That usually is the kind of hip hop voice in the band, the kind of you know machismo in the band, and he's been totally disarmed by the deadly charm of his uh, love interest, and um, it just uh, he's fallen apart, and he's 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 taken like a bad you know turn in that instead of looking at his own feelings in the situation, he's kind of laying it on the other person. He's saying that the other person has caused him to be this way. This is kind of just uh, psychologically representing what a lot of people do. A lot of people will blame their love interest for their own abuse, self-abuse that they do themselves. They'll say that that is that person's fault. But really this song is trying to show how crazy and sick that is that, you know, the self-harm is because you have done something um, or you've taken something the wrong way and you're doing it to yourself. No one else is taken that razor to your arm. No one else is doing that uh, drug abuse to the point of, of self-destruction. And what we find a lot of times in, in life, a lot of, a lot of stars, you know, they hide their pain and, and then they, they kind of just blow up and, Burnout. we get big examples like this year we have mac miller we've got in the past the h.i.s joplin you know um jim morrison Jimi hendrix you know people just burning out and fading away graham parsons a lot of examples in in the history of music uh and art and film of folks uh, not being able to sustain um that kind of like, I think the people who are stars want that adoration, they want that validation. And sometimes if, if, if they don't get it at a personal level or they feel lacking, <clears throat> they'll take it out on themselves. And, and they, you know, as artists, they try to channel it through their work. They try to do things that, you know, will not hurt them um, and try to make it positive. But at the end of the day, if there's too much of that energy you might X yourself out. And so deadly charm is referring to that. And it's not given any kind of solution because dark ghost isn't over. There's going to be a volume two, but it just, you know, it doesn't leave you with a happy face. You know, this, this, this kind of self harm talk is just uh, not to glamorize it, but to kind of show what it is. And sometimes you could feel that way and, um, you know, hurt yourself. And just a reminder it's not something you should glorify it's not something that you should you know think it's going to make you artistically valid or give you your bones um make you a method actor or method musician uh you should just try to live and and get beyond it so dark ghosts we're trying to exercise these demons and get beyond it uh we thank our protagonist in this situation the person that gave us all this inspiration They made us feel all these things. We created this work. And we are thankful that we had that situation, um, that we actually knew that person, um, and that we were able to, you know, use this experience to create this work. And uh, we hope that one day that we can sit down and have a conversation or even a face-to-face talk because we feel that we could have done a lot more with this person and maybe that's what the biggest hurt is in this project is um, everything we've done has been about that person. Um, and we're trying to find a way to connect. Um, find sometimes there's never a way to get back to that place, but we're hoping in the future that um, we do find a way to get back and um, work with that artist that we you know, are disconnected from. So thank you and I hope you enjoy Dark Ghost Volume 1. It'll be on vinyl. We are working with um, some folks to try to get this to be out there. Right now we um, will be we'll work with Diggers Factory to do a limited edition, 150 um, uh, count version of this record on vinyl. It will be also distributed on amazon.com as a CD. Uh, We are waiting for the approval on the vinyl. Hopefully Digger will let us go through um, and we'll get out there. And uh, we're hoping to have it in record stores. We're hoping to have it online through Diggers. And we'll be putting it out on Anchor links and CNIN Pals and everywhere else that we find ourselves. So thank you very much.
2: Right.
1: I'm gonna do what you think. Better than green. Better oh, than that magic game. Game. something and it could be dream if show everything you need lay it down it's it could be dream, it be Name. <laughs> and and you need my And the I can I can you need
0: Episode of the Road to the Dark Ghost, our album is now available for pre order on Diggers Factory. And if you go out to www.diggersfactory.com forward slash my my um, dash project forward slash two two six five nine eight forward slash orders, and the link is out there, but I'll do it again. It's um, https colon two forward slashes www.diggersfactory.com forward slash my my dash project forward slash 226598 forward slash orders. This album is now available on vinyl for pre order. It's a two vinyl project. It's $24 plus shipping and handling. Comes out to a total of $34.50. It is a limited edition, only 197 copies available. Um, So, and we're not putting it on um, CD until we actually sell all the vinyl. So it won't be available for download until we sell all the vinyl. So this is just an update to this episode. Thanks.